This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. Pro wrestling from a fan's perspective. I love video games and pro wrestling. With three fans who know how to talk some trash. None of these cross-eyed mouth breathers deserve to hear this voice. I guess it's time to take out the trash. Welcome back, my friends, to the show. Trash. Hi, I'm Dave Denton. Some people call me Dr. Dave. Oh, I think the only person who still calls me Dr. Dave is Zane O'Mac. And joining us right now, he's going to be a newlywed pretty soon. It is Chris Evans. How you doing, Chris? Well, I just beat Guthrie for the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt. Now there's, I just broke his streak. I've got the belt. Well, I don't have the belt, but I got a replica of the belt now. But uh, everything's going here well in Statesville, North Carolina. The sun is shining. And it's been a very busy day in professional wrestling, and we're going to talk some trash right now. Well, before we get into it, let's talk about this belt thing. Tell us what happened uh, with this Intercontinental belt, because you, you sent me a picture. You got the belt. You've got it at your house. And Gunther is probably jealous. He's probably wanting you to say, Walter, Walter. <laughs> yeah. tell, us, tell us how you picked well, up uh, this could, belt. Well, I was one day I always go through mark, Facebook Marketplace and, you know, looking through things, I might find comic books or something. And uh, I thought, what the heck? I'm going to see if there's anything about the WWE. Maybe they got some action figures. And all of a sudden, it pops up the Intercontinental Heavyweight Belt. I went, no, this can't be real. So I look at it, and it's the WWF, not WWE. And I looked at it, kept. I said, this can't be real. So I contacted the gentleman, and he goes, well, I want three hundred dollars for it. Like, uh, well, 275 I said, well, I asked him about 175 He said about 200 I said, deal. Mm-hmm. So I went all the way to Concord, picked up the belt, and Mr. I had to drop his name today, Mr. Trevor Hudson. He is Trevor. a wrestling fan. Trevor has got a lot of other belts uh, he's selling. But, Mr. Uh, Hudson, I appreciate Thank you so much. This is the old Intercontinental. This is the classic Intercontinental title. The one the Honky Tonk Man, Macho Man, has, and uh, Steve Austin has carried. Cool. But it's very, very nice, very beautiful. It is so heavy. Now I can see why the guys never put the belts on. Because <laughs> they're so... It is... They're so damn heavy. But my big my big waist, sorry about my big waist, I can't put the, the belt around my waist. But I can see why they carry it on their shoulder and everything. But if I could get another belt like this, I would. And, um, yeah, everybody that I've showed it to, they're like, why? My fiancé looked at me. She goes, you're still a kid. I said, yes, I am. So hey. I have it now. I, it's going to be on the mantelpiece. There we go. I've got a whole room full that originally supposed to be like a guest bedroom. I've got uh-huh. shelves and shelves and shelves, honestly, of action figures from superheroes, plus a shelf of nothing but uh, wrestling figures. I have my own mm-hmm. WWE recla- replica belt. It's not the real thing, but it's one that I, I got uh, when Toys R Us had these adult collectibles for sale. Oh, yeah. I, I got that. Mm-hmm. I've got my autograph pictures on the wall, and when every time somebody comes to the house, I have to show them my library. <laughs> Some people call it the museum of action figures. Uh, I'm literally I've got one, two, three, four, five shelves full of action figures. 
and stuff from wrestling. So I know, I know I'm a big kid too. I love it. I mean, like I said, I couldn't pass it by. It's something I've always wanted as a child. Right. Ever since I've seen wrestling, I've always wanted one of these belts and I couldn't pass it up. And now I'm holding the intercontinental title. And, uh, you know, they always said, if you take a, if you take your belt to a wrestling uh, show, you've got to defend it. I don't think so. Andrew Sowell, <laughs> Mike, your duct tape championship against my intercontinental title. It's a pay-per-view. Let's make it happen. So what you need to do is get your fiance to take a picture of it over your shoulder and send it to yes. us on our Facebook page. Hey, once again, Trevor, what's Trevor's last name? Hudson. Trevor Hudson. Trevor Hudson. And he's in yes. North Carolina. And like I said, if, if, if Trevor would like to put uh, some information on our Facebook page, find it out from him, get some pictures, and uh, we'd be happy to do that if somebody's in the in the look for some belts and uh, – Maybe a, a, yep. <laughs> a turnbuckle trash host might uh, might want one too. You know, you know, Christmas is coming up, so <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, yes, it is. Trevor Hudson, so. Trevor Hudson, thank you so much for bringing us so much joy with this. So we'll do that. Hey, and by the way, before we get well, let's get into the to some wrestling news before we talk about DCW and Andrew Sowell. A big announcement okay. this afternoon came in. The WWE has announced. The Bash in Berlin. It's it's a it's Ooh. a premium live event. It's going to be the Bash in Berlin, the first WWE major event to take place in Germany. In Ger- I mean, mm. I bet you Gunther is going crazy. Cannot wait for this. Uh, it's it's going to be at the Mercedes Benz Arena. Uh, the Bash in Berlin. I'm sure they're going to have some some other um, dignitaries there, some other old uh, wrestlers we, that maybe from Europe uh, will be there. I'm just, I, I'm just can't wait for it. I mean, I, I'm really excited about this one. I, because to be honest with you, uh, I'm sure Gunther will be the main event there. Uh, oh, he has to be. I'm telling you, this guy doesn't have bad matches. I have watched no, him now for does. almost, almost every match he's done for the last two years that's been on TV. I don't remember a bad match. All I remember is, holy cow, this guy's good. And I think he lifts his competition a little bit. And I'll I'll tell you why I say that. Remember when he took on Mustafa Ali? Oh, yes. That was a a great match. So I'm really excited about that one. And then, you know, we've got coming up Crown Jewel. And uh, that's going to be a big event. And... The title is on the line, uh, and uh, that's going to be in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel. It's going to be Roman Reigns defending his championship against who? Whose game is it? Yeah. 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 L.A. Oh, Knight. A. Knight. I can't wait. Let it I, be. Oh, L.A. Knight. I was, reading a, be. I was reading a little article about him. He says, I'm a 20-year veteran, but an overnight sensation. And that's oh, that's true. That's very true. That's, he's he's been he's been working true. hard at his character. Uh, I you know mm-hmm. I first saw him at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood probably eight years ago, and then mm-hmm. you know saw saw him on Impact uh, when he was doing uh, Eli Drake. Uh, he was on a show on TNA with uh, The Rock, a little competition show, not a wrestling competition, mm-hmm. but he was on that. 
And uh, then he went to NXT. He gets called up to the main roster for WWE, and they try to bury him with that stupid Max Dupree thing uh, and the maximum male models. And then (sighs) I'm going to get on my high horse. Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon was the one that came up with the idea for the maximum male models and putting L.A. Knight. Then he almost fired him because it didn't go over. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? You get a character for somebody, and then you want to fire him because they can't get it over because it was a stupid character. Mm -hmm. It Uh, was dumb. I hated it. He has the man has potential. The man can talk on the mic. He's got the charisma. He's got people in the palm of his hand. Yes, does he sound like The Rock? Somewhat. He sounds like Dwayne. Somewhat. He sounds like The Rock. I mean, he did The Rock's voice and moves in the video games. He's the ones, when you see Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Cena, that's actually him doing all these moves and doing all these gestures. That's him. He's the one that's doing all that for 2K Sports. He's the one that did it. So this man is talented. He's got everything. He even did The Undertaker. Well, How he did that, I'll never know. He's not as tall as The Undertaker. Well, you know, so. the thing I, I, I think I like about L.A. Knight, and I told, I told this to my wife a couple of weeks ago. I said to her, watching this guy, if you, if you look at, but if you look at somebody like The Rock, when he was mm-hmm. in character, he, they call it eating up the screen. I mean, he has the charisma. He demands your attention because of that charisma. And I don't know if mm. I've seen that in a wrestler since The Rock. So I think he yeah. could potentially, potentially now, uh, go on if he can, if they you know put the belt onto him, become the spokesperson for the WWE, appear on all the talk shows, maybe get a movie role or so. Uh, he's a hard worker. Uh, I've seen mm-hmm. some things he's done that social media has posted where he's helped out fans, helped out little ones, uh, you know, really being nice to the fans. I think that he could go over maybe not as big as a rock because who gets as big as a rock or stone cold, but he could be the next big thing. I really do think that as far as that charisma goes. Well, he's, he's got it. He has the it factor and it's just, he's taken off like a bottle rocket. First he was Max Dupree and everything. Nobody wanted anything to do with him. And then all of a sudden I think triple H may have saw something in him or somebody did. Sean Michaels, somebody saw something. And so, okay, let's go this route. Yeah, they should save his job, and that's great because they would have lost a gym with L.A. Knight. Look at his, his shirts. He gets the crowd going. But come on. You, you've got to put the belt on this man. Go ahead and just cash in the check and let it – let's see how far this ride can take you. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be yet. To I just don't think it's going to go yet. I think he might get it mm. soon. But uh, there's news yeah. coming out of a wrestler, a former wrestler, who was asked about Crown Jewel and who would uh, go over, who would win, L.A. Knight or Roman Reigns. 
and that man is known as the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. And I say this because mm. Kevin is still out there doing some um, performing. Uh, he is going yep. to be at STF promotion in Salt Lake City, I think, early next month. Uh, so he's going to mm-hmm. be there. So Kevin Sullivan is going to be there, and he says it'll be Roman Reigns. Mm, well, Kevin is one of the premier you know, authority on professional wrestling. The man has been from everywhere, from WCW to AWA to NWA. He's been all over the world. And Kevin has a mind for the business. And yes, he does. Sometimes that sometimes that mind is kind of screwed up what he tries to do, but yeah. uh, Kevin <laughs> is one of the one of the premier athletes, Hall of Fame wrestler. Needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame if yes, he's he not does. already. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. But either. yeah, that's no. But uh, no, we we've, we've seen Kevin Sullivan before, and I mean, I don't know if he was ever in Memphis or not. I don't really know. I'm sure he wrestled he was there. Ever, you know, but I, I don't remember. I'm sure he did. Yeah. But uh, but speaking of Memphis, I ah. mean, there was a low. Lo, speaking of Memphis, <laughs> uh, you told me that uh, somebody from the way back when was in the it was in AEW that they brought in for commentary i think maybe? uh yes uh or, this this past saturday night collision was at the FedEx mm-hmm. Forum in Memphis Tennessee ah, mm-hmm. now the last time that AEW went to Memphis area they performed at an arena in South Haven Mississippi which is mm-hmm. just like yeah. here's the line for for Tennessee and Mississippi, and you go one inch on one side, it's Tennessee. One inch on the other side, it's Mississippi. It's Mississippi. So I mean, that, yep. that's how close it is, and it's you know you going down I fifty five, and it's you know you can't even tell the difference. But uh, nope. Yeah, this time they're right in Memphis, right downtown, right on Beale Street at the FedEx Forum, and uh, they're going to have what they call a Memphis street fight. Okay. And it's Eddie, oh, yeah. Eddie Kingston, the Ring of Honor champion, taking on Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Mm. Okay, and Double J played the heel in this one, you know. I thought he would come yep. out and mm-hmm. be kind of more of the the face, but he was the heel in in the match. And, of course, they, they, they talked a lot about Memphis history, and they, they yeah. mentioned the Tupelo uh, concession stand brawl. They even had a section... Yeah of that uh, where they had a concession stand set up pretty close to wow. the ring. And uh, there were hot dogs. There was popcorn. There was soda. There was mustard and ketchup everywhere. But they had a special guest commentator on there, someone from yours, mine and your uh, past. And uh, that oh, was yeah. Mr. Dave Brown, who uh, he and Banana Nose uh, would be on every Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I say mm-hmm. that because – he was one of the best, Lance Russell, uh, and uh, that's what oh, yeah. uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jeff, I mean Jerry the King used to call him Banana Nose. But Dave Brown, oh, yeah. who is retired, used to be a TV weatherman too. Very popular in Memphis. Mm-hmm. They bring him in and they let him ringside doing some announcing, and he did a great job. Uh, you know, they they talked a lot about Memphis and. I, I'm going to mm-hmm. have some highlights, and we're going to play them right here, okay? His first, one, right? so his first match. His first match was at the Mid-South Coliseum. It was a brawl. Five days later on our television show, he got his first victory. He was 18 years old. Right. Jeff has wrestled 500 matches in Memphis. 
500 uh, matches. Yeah. I also remember he started out as a the referee. The garbage can lids and the garbage cans and all other things. Uh, that, I mean, it's just amazing some of the things that have come into play in these street brawl matches here at Memphis. Oh, is that the concession stand yes, right there? Oh, this is Shades of Tupelo, Mississippi, the first Raven. What? Look out for the gallon jars of mustard. Right. Yep. This is a Memphis street fight. There's no doubt about it. Look at that mess. Mustard and ketchup in his hand. There you go. Yeah. And there they are. It's time to take out the trash on Turnbuckle Trash. Pro wrestling from a fan's perspective. This isn't a social event. This is a competition where there's one winner. You don't see the elders before a fight playing with jacks and juice boxes. No, no, they talk trash and they beat the crap out of each other. This is Turnbuckle Trash. So, you and I grew up with Dave Brown, so that makes us happy, right? Brings back the old days when you listen to that voice. You can just close your eyes and see uh, Channel 5. Yep. Or so, Channel yeah, 13. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, or Channel 13, yeah. Yeah. And th- then... It was, it's amazing. Were, the street fight uh, was actually won by Double J, but he had some help. <laughs> Boy, did he have some <laughs> help. Had Karen Jarrett out there, his wife. Sapmad Singh, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, the former basketball player that's with his little group yeah. now. And also had... Um, um, boy, I'm just drawing a blank here. Ah, oh, let me think here. Um, oh, he also Lord. had Jay Lethal there with him, and they oh, it was yeah. like Ed a fight. It was, yeah, it was just like a five-on-one fight, and uh, mm-hmm. Kingston held his own. But the, there was a stipulation that since Double J won, that Jay Lethal gets a shot at the Ring of Honor title once again which he held for like oh, a wow. year and a half to two years. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love Jay Lethal, by the way. I th- think he's so good. Well, well, you know that Jeff Jarrett has had more matches in AEW than MJF or almost every wrestler except, you know, Sting. He's had, he's held more ma- He's had more matches than almost everybody on the card. Yeah. But they're using Jeff Jarrett just as you know as a doormat sometimes but i mean let's face it jeff is not the same as he used to be but he's not a draw he he's not a draw but he's a heck of a heel and he'll always be a good heel no matter what but i'm i was happy to see it back you know in memphis and having a memphis street fight but i mean having dave brown there was probably the, the probably the highlight of the whole thing and listening to that voice well, but it would have been better if if Lance it been better if Lance had been still alive. And here, both of them would have been just tremendous yeah, if, that would if have been Lance tremendous. was still alive. So, but go ahead. Yeah, they actually did a, a little section uh, that you heard earlier, where they were talking about mm-hmm. uh, who was the king of Memphis, and of course, you got Elvis, you know, and yep. then he goes down, and and then uh, one of the commentators says Jeff Jarrett. And Dave Brown goes, um, oh, you know who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. you can't say that name. Yeah, because yeah, he's under I contract mean, with WWE. So, Well, they could drop the name if they wanted to. I mean, what's going to happen if they if they did? Yeah, well, they I dropped mean, Jimmy Hart's name. and Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah they've done that. Fun. I mean, they could have 
they could have dropped uh, the King's name. Plus, I mean, look at the what what Jerry uh, Jerry the King Lauder is doing right now. That man has bounced back from a heart from dying to a stroke, and now he's got a new look, and he looks better than ever. Oh man, that like goatee he just, he's wearing work, looks good on him. Yeah, it does. It looks really well. I mean, I didn't recognize him. I take a second look. It's like, yeah, that's him. Yeah. That He's the cool. Teflon King. Nothing sticks to him, yeah. I swear. He just keeps bouncing back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm just – I'm very, very happy for AEW, happy for the WWE that's going on. And hopefully – I know you said it's too early for him to hold the title. But to me, I, I still say they need to put – Roman's had it long enough. Well, He's you know – had it, what, three years? Um, Three years? Yeah. And you make a good point about striking while the iron's hot. I mean, this guy's red mm-hmm. hot right now. So we'll have to see when they go to Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Now, remember, this is a Saturday event in the middle mm-hmm. of the day. Okay? Because of the time difference, it'll be like in my time zone, which is the mountain time zone, I think it starts like at 10 a.m. So, oh, Lord. So you got to wow. remember about the time difference, and the tickets for Crown Jewel sold out, I mean, almost in record time. Just, there's a lot wow. of rich Saudis out there. You know, I drive a car, well, so course. I, I got to pay mean, them, you know, to make them money. Uh, well, of course, but you know that, I mean, that's their richest payoff right there is in Saudi Arabia. You so, know, I mean, that's I, why they're, go ahead. Well, I was just uh, looking at a, a page the other day on Facebook, and somebody was complaining, and they have a legitimate gripe. I I will say this: it's a legitimate gripe to say you don't like having the WWE doing business with uh, the Saudis because of the way the country treats women. You know, I understand. I mm-hmm. yeah, I am not complaining about this man's you know, you know his, his thoughts because I have those thoughts myself. But since they've been there the last few years, no women's matches to one women's match with Sasha Banks and um, one that they just, had Trish Stratus, didn't they? No, 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 no. That was it wasn't no. Trish. It was um, Lacey Evans. Uh, yes, the, the two of them mm-hmm. had a match together. Then they they brought in two matches. I think maybe a bit tag team, and now they're going to have a fatal five way. And I mean, you mm. go from in just a short time. With all these women now performing, now they have to be covered when they're, you know, when they're in the ring because of the religious oh, yeah. differences. And I have no problem with that. Where my problem is, and mm-hmm. what this guy uh, was making a point was, the way the Saudi and the Muslims treat the women in that area, and uh, they do oh, some. Yeah. There's some horrible stories coming out of that. But this kind of event might be able to kind of kickstart in a small way some changes. All it takes is a small change here and there mm-hmm. to start maybe getting some of these these women some more rights and be able to have yeah, a happier life. And if they're happy with what they have, that's fine. But if they would like to be able to not have to be covered head to toe when they're out, that's fine. Uh, but... Well, you know, I'm, I'm, our yeah. differences, our country has different standards than their country. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes we forget that, that there's differences all over the world. 
But boy, wouldn't it be nice if we started seeing some changes there? Well, I'm really surprised that they're going over to Saudi Arabia with all the stuff that's going on now in this world. Thought I thought uh, that I figured too. Tra- I, I figured travel travel restrictions would be you know jinxed right there and then. But how many wrestlers are actually going to go, and how many are saying, you know what, the money's good, but my life's worth more. Um, so I I don't want to see anything bad happen, but let's see. I know it's been scheduled and they're supposed to go, but let's see what happens if this continues like it is in this world. Uh, it Would Crown Jewel be mixed if it, if it gets that way? It, it might I mean, be. They've already taken enough. Yeah. It, it might have to happen the way things are going. Well, you know, Sammy, but, uh, Sammy Zayn can't go. There's no way Sammy Zayn can go because no, of his... No, Sammy's not going to go. We, yeah. Well, because of uh, his Muslim beliefs. Right. And that's, yeah, and you the, know what? The, that, that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And I totally understand that. And AJ Styles has but, refused to go in the past, too. So. Well, AJ has his reasons. And I, I mean, he has a family. He's got children. And you never know what can happen. You right. don't know from day to day what can happen. Right. So I, I I respect that and I understand that. But uh, we'll see what happens at Crown Jewel. Hopefully hopefully everything works out perfectly there. But uh, we shall see. And uh, I'm I'm just hoping right now that somebody would be calling in right about now. But I guess he probably thinking prob- about it. Hopefully probably Zane working. <laughs> probably yeah, working. Yeah, more than hard. likely that's yeah. what happens. He's working hard. Yeah. So, so uh, but, you mentioned a name a few minutes ago. You mentioned MJF, mm-hmm. and the uh, the the program oh, yeah. they're working right now is with the Bullet Club Gold. I, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do I say? I don't this? get it. Well, you know, uh, Switchblade is a good wrestler, and I mm-hmm. don't have a problem with him. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But. I don't like what they're doing with it. I'm not a big fan of the faction. No. Uh, Rock Hard nope. is just um, obnoxious. You know, every time he mm-hmm. talks, I just cringe. Uh, but we'll have yeah. to see what happens with MJF. Now, coming up this Wednesday, MJF is taking on Rock Hard to, for that diamond ring, and they're going to put their diamond ring up for, for uh, the, the match. <laughs> and Then uh, Jay White stole the belt. And then they're going to have this big match, and I I hope they can get that done. But the problem is, how long are they going to keep MJF holding the tag team titles for Ring of Honor? Because Adam Cole is out for a long time. Oh yeah, Adam Cole is done. Yeah, that's, I'm surprised that's not a career-ending injury. Well, you know, I don't know if you've seen the the tape of what happened. He was coming to the ring to help MJF, mm-hmm. and he jumps off the it ramp and just landed wrong. And broke his ankle. And evidently he's mm-hmm. had his yeah. surgery. It's going to be a long road for him to come back. But he's been on TV recently uh, doing a program mm-hmm. uh, with uh, uh, Roderick Strong and the Kingdom. And yeah. and Adam Cole uh, is being called in uh, by Roderick Strong because they're supposed to be the best friends. And Roderick has a hurt neck at MJ Health. Hurt his neck. Oh, bad. And it's so bad. So... The kingdom's yeah. going around with T-shirts, and I, I almost want one. It says "neck strong," and they're saying, "Get sure <laughs> for your neck, your neck health is what we're here for." And it is real. Yeah. I like it as storytelling. I like what they're doing with it. It is. And, but I'm going to tie this into uh, something else, okay? Because I read this, and I about freaked out. 
One uh-huh. Vince Russo. You know Vince oh. Russo. He has yep. offered to Tony Khan to take over writing of the shows. I think it's for eight weeks so he can show oh, good wow. storytelling for AEW. And I'm sitting there saying, David Arquette. David Arquette. Yep. David Arquette. Mm-hmm. Good story. You know, Vince, you know, if 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 it works out, do you want to help these guys out? Send them some stuff, maybe. Because Vince is bright. He did some good things, mm-hmm. but he also did some dumbass things. Excuse me. So oh, yeah. I get really tired of Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, even Dutch Mantel, and some of these guys well, complaining about the guys that are working now. And I think it's just them saying, well, when I was the head writer, we could do yeah. it. You know, and Jim Cornette the same way. Well, mm-hmm. go back to work for them and, you know, if or get your own promotion going. These guys mm-hmm. are doing fine. I, I'm sorry, Vince. I like you. Vince Russo met him. Nice man. We talked for about 25 minutes, had a blast together, and uh, it was – but I'm really tired of these old wrestlers just hitting on what the product is today. And I think it's just that back in the old days – when wrestling was really wrestling, we would have people yeah. telling real stories. And I'm going, you know, are you from the real McCoys or what? Things change. Storylines change. Wrestling styles can change. And I'm saying this as a 66-year-old man, but I like the product today. I liked the product then. So be quiet about it. Sorry. It just makes well, me mad. Well, I, I, to- I totally understand where you're coming from. and I get tired of hearing them you know, complain about every little thing that is wrong. Your time has come and passed. You made your money. You made your time. Jim Cornette, you can't talk anymore. You had Smoky Mountain, and it went bankrupt. Yes, it did. So it, it's, it's time to – you can get on your podcast and make your millions of dollars – and have a good time. But you say you don't want to work for AEW, but you criticize them on every little thing. And I was listening to one of them today, uh, this morning, and he was talking about Dynamite and all this. And I was rolling my eyes on some of it and laughing about a lot. Look, you can't... Every network, everything that you do is not going to be your cup of tea. Right. Okay? If you don't like it, Turn it off. Right. That's all you have to do. And you know, and so, they, they might have some legitimate complaints at times, but it comes mm-hmm. off petty. It comes off very petty, you know, but they can have their opinions. Don't get me wrong. They can have their opinions. That's fine and dandy. What I hate and don't like is when they talk down to fans. Now, we criticize – we criticize storylines. I just criticized a little bit about the the, uh, uh, the Bullet Club uh, Gold. I just I criticized yeah. that, mm-hmm. but I'm doing that in the face of a fan. I'm saying as a fan, I don't particularly like it, but I'm yeah. not coming from I used to wrestle or I used to write. You know, yep. get over yourself. Be a fan. That's true. I I just wish they would say, 
you know what? I don't particularly like this, but not talk down, talk them down. Just say, I don't particularly like it. If it was me, I might do something different and then come up with a different idea instead of just, excuse my French, bitching and moaning. Okay. That's where it comes off at. Well, they do. And I mean, Dutch is bad about it. Jim is way, way bad about it. And Vince Russo, I've heard his comments about um, everything that comes out of that man's mouth is bro, bro, bro. Bro this, bro that. I'm ti- bro this, bro that. I'm tired of hearing about it. J- your, your time has come and gone. You bankrupt WCW. Thank you very much. Sit down, have a cup of coffee. I don't care. It, it doesn't matter to me. It's wrestling. Let leave it alone. Wrestling is hot as it's ever been now. Right. It is. It's a great time. I love it. Hey, yeah, by the it, way, it, it, mm-hmm. I, I was just going to say, we've talked about AEW, and there's a big mm-hmm. announcement coming up about AEW, and the man called Sting. Sting has announced his retirement next year, Yep, and he'll have his last match. He says, this is going to be the retirement for Sting. What a career. Love the guy. Who can it be, though? Who can it be the last ride for this man? Who? A lot of people said it's, it's going to be Ric Flair. Nah. No, there's no way. Can't be Ric Flair. No way on God's green earth. Rick might so, be there and get involved, but I don't think it's going to be the match. Yeah. I think, it. you know what? Who better to retire Sting than his little partner, you know, Darby Allen. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking it was going to be Darby. And I hope it is. I figured it'd be Darby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Darby needs to be. Darby has a fractured shoulder right now. Uh, it didn't help that uh, Darby was that insane uh, clown in the insane circus and flipped a uh, a four-wheeler on top of himself. <laughs> Dummy. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the problem. But other than that, I would love to see Darby Allen and Sting go at it. But who else could it be to retire the Stinger? And he said this was going to be his last. That's it. There's no more. This right. is it. And it's about time. Uh, I think Jim Cornette said it best uh, to this morning. Now we know why we don't put a mic in Sting's hand. Uh, it was drawn out. He was trying to tell a story, but it was just too slow. Right. Well, look, the man is trying to tell a story and trying to get everybody's hearts. I, th- I think he was also slightly emotional about it. You know, he was. That's, he that's was. a big part of your life there. But, you yeah, know, I, mean, I think it should be. 48 should, years. Yeah, I think it should be Darby. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit here because on Memphis television, I remember listening or watching uh, Lance and Dave Brown, and uh, mm-hmm. they they come bring to the ring the Freedom Fighters. The Freedom oh, yeah. Fighters. Steve Borden and Jim Helwig. Yes, yep. Sting and the Ultimate Warrior were in Memphis, one of their first big matches. Boy, what in the world's going back yep. on there? How close are you to the uh, police station, man? <laughs> it's the well. I'm close to the hospital and the sheriff's department. It's the sounds of Statesville. They're coming to finally get me and take me to the house. Um, yep, 
I thought they were called the Blade Runners, too, weren't they? I think at a time. Yeah, those two were a good team. I mean, well, they were very green at the time, and nobody very. really... Uh, I think Jim Cornette said it, too, when he was talking about staying. He said, I'll tell you a story, and the story was that Blade, uh, Jerry the King Lawler and Dutch Mantel said, we want you to watch this team. And here they come. They were as green as a leaf. And you could tell stiff uh, stiff punches, stiff forearms, everything. And Jim said that they would never draw a dime. And look what just happened. <laughs> they both became champions. They both were on the biggest stage of them all. And Sting has had one heck of a career. Uh, more props to the man. And I hope that he, you know, he'll, he'll go out and start doing autograph sessions somewhere and, you know, do the things that other wrestlers do. But uh, we shall see how long it takes for, you know, maybe he just helps AEW or there's another rumor going around that uh, when he retires, uh, the WWE has reached out to him to have him go to NXT. Uh, doubtful that'll happen. I, doubt I that sincerely too. doubt that would happen. Yeah, I know that that bridge has been burned and gone. So now we're recording this but, on a Wednesday afternoon, and uh, AEW Dynamite is tonight. And on AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan says he has a special gift for Sting. Secondly, I want to thank somebody who made all this happen without him making the phone call. Oh, some four years ago now, Tony Khan. Tony, I want to thank you for making that phone call, giving me a chance to come back, to grapple a little longer, to wrestle a little longer, and to go, ow, a couple more times. And Tony is asking for the microphone. So, Tony, here you go. Speaking on behalf of Tony Khan, it is Tony Khan who should thank you, Sting, for what you've meant to AEW. You arrived on the scene, of course, early in 2021. Your first match was at Revolution in 2021. And now your final match, Revolution 2024. And we are proud to be a part of Sting's great career. Fans, it was 35 years ago, 35 years ago, that on this network, TBS, Sting put it on the map. Sting put professional wrestling on the map on TBS. And I'm so thrilled about being a part of it. I really am. It elevated him to the icon that he is now. And you've heard us talk about it all week, that Tony Khan had a very special gift. To Absolutely. Thank you, Sting. That Tony Khan has a very special gift for Sting. And I'm proud to bring out that special gift right now. Well, what is it? Do you have any idea? What the hell? Wait a minute. No way. Hold on. No way. It's got to be a joke.
Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, my God. What a talk about Tony Khan giving a gift. He goes in big. He's in the house. A man who, I mean, is, is so interwoven with, with Sting's career. Sting has moved, man. Emotionally, you can see his face. What a moment. The Nature Boy, Rick Flair. So much history, as you said. I'll never forget that Clash of the Champions match. It put Sting on the map. He referenced it thanks to Flair. Wow, what a shocker. Of course, long history between Ric Flair and Tony Schiavone as well. No kidding. Yeah. Damn right, you can say it. 35 years ago, Ric Flair and Sting on TBS made TBS Wrestling really what it was and what it is still today, 35 years ago. Nature Boy! Welcome to AEW! You know, you know that in life, there are moments that are magical. They're few and they're far between. And that's the magic of the chemistry of whatever you do in life that makes you the best. I, 35 years ago, 35 years ago, this gentleman and I set history on TBS, first clash of champions against WrestleMania. And brother, I've told him this when I inducted him in the Hall of Fame, to go 55 minutes in a match 35 years ago, or tonight, is hard. He never took a deep breath. He lived up to all the potential, and he is not only one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of our business, one of the biggest celebrities, but damn it, he's probably the nicest guy I've ever known. So when I got an invitation, and I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. When I got an invitation from Tony, Mr. Khan, to come and be part of this man, I want to be right all the way till, is it March, I guess? Damn it, that time flies, but brother. If you'll have me, man, I want to ride the wagon with you, man. I want to ride it out with you. Woo! Woo! Well, he's getting warm. Oh, here we go. Keep your clothes on, Woo! Rick. TurnbuckleTrash.net. Thank you. Well, we've talked about AEW, we've talked about WWE, and we have now a, not a new company, it's an old company, but they're going under their first name. Instead of Impact now, we're talking about TNA. Right. They have reverted back to TNA. Why? I, I haven't really read into it, but... I guess Impact wasn't doing very well, 
So they went back to TNA. So let's I see like what it. happens there. I like it. I think it's a good thing. I do too. But now there's a, another yeah. another mm -hmm. big news out there. The NWA, mm -hmm. the National Wrestling Alliance, now has a yes. major major TV deal. This is a mm -hmm. big big deal. NWA yes, it is. is going to provide a wrestling show and then kind of a reality show for the CW network. And oh, yeah. they're like the 19th most popular cable channel out there. And uh, mm -hmm. th this is big time for them. And I'm really excited to see what they do. Coming up in 2024, uh, be looking for NWA Wrestling. Uh, their champion right now, EC3, is going to be taking on our yep. friend Manny Lemons uh, for the title in Salt Lake City in December at DCW's fifth anniversary nice. show. So whew, I'm excited. I, you know, another, I can't cha wait. another chance to watch more wrestling. Well, talking about DCW just a second ago, and we've had a lot of fun with a certain incident that happened at a DCW show. Um, Andrew Sowell, you have now become internationally famous. <laughs> I, love, I was saying that. Go ahead. I was there. Go ahead. I was at this event. You were there when it happened. I was the ringside announcer for this event, DCW. I loved it. I loved the, it. The Cash yes. Valley uh, uh, Throwdown. Cash Valley Throwdown. Okay? Yes. And, and it was in Logan, Utah. And uh, there was uh -huh. uh, the slasher in there. And he was taking on mm -hmm. Andrew Sowell. And uh, me, me, I, I don't know if I call him me, Mike, or the... A, uh, the CEO of Mean Incorporated, but they were having a three-way yeah. for the title. Uh, and Dan has a chair shot on Andrew. Yep. And something went wrong and cracked Andrew wide open. I mean, oh, he yeah. was bleeding like a stuck pig. And, of course, a lot of – you can hear some of the fans saying, Oh, that was just fake blood, and it was—it was nothing. It wasn't real. Oh, yeah, right. I talked to Andrew. It was real, and uh, yeah, the the scar on his bald head became a meme that went nationwide yep. and went viral. And it was yep. this: the Weekly World News. Okay, mm -hmm. you know the tabloid, the Weekly World News has a picture of Andrew Sowell and the scar on his head. And it says this. Yep. In-ring wrestling miracle. A chair shot to the head produces the image of Christ. <laughs> and it does. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a religious man, and I, I thought it was hilarious. And then they have a little highlight that says, they're coming from miles away to worship his wound. So, Andrew, now you went from the duct tape championship to hanging with Jesus. Go figure. Um, I, I congratulations. Got I got in touch with Andrew the next day because we're, we're pretty friendly, and he's a great guy. I got in touch with him the uh, next day, sent him a message asked, when he showed that scar. I said it looks more, looks more like a praying mantis or a grasshopper. And, but still, <laughs> to go viral for that and something that Andrew, uh, you know, it, it, there was no malice between the two of them, but yeah, the slasher Dan gets he gets the the title that time, and they're going to wrestle again this weekend. By the way, 
And I got I to gotta give a shout-out to DCW, okay? Devotion Championship Wrestling, they were brought in to do this event. They put on some great matches once again. For a tiny yeah. independent in Salt Lake, from Salt Lake City, they do great. Manny Lemons and I talked for probably an hour before the show. I talked with Andrew. I talked to some of the other wrestlers, like Dan the Man. And I talked to uh, the quad daddy, uh, Buff, uh, Buff Bachet and his little manager mm-hmm. who is the mini quad daddy. But it was it was so much fun to be there. And then I was honored that they asked me to be the ringside announcer. And um, Dr. Tox, a wrestler I had never met before, who does everything with science, great character, yep. funny guy. Uh-huh. Uh, it was my honor to put a little bit of the kind of talent that I might have whatever little talent that is. And I had such a blast and thanks to Manny and everyone associated with that promotion. Um, they're one of my favorite independents. So devotion championship wrestling. Thank you very much, Manny. Uh, congratulations to DCW. Y'all are doing a heck of a job. Uh, hats off to you. You all are doing very well. And there's been a lot of uh, promotions that are doing good. They're, they're popping up everywhere. Uh, there's one, uh, when we went home last week to uh, Henry County, Tennessee, there's another wrestling organization called Swag, and uh, we won't go there because some of the wrestlers, I think, came out of a Looney Tune house. They <laughs> um, fight with uh, light bulbs. Eh. Do hardcore. They hard. do hardcore. Yeah, they've... Uh, I tried to, to talk to the, uh, the main guy that runs it, um, he won't get back with me at all about it, so I just left it alone. Oh, that's fine. Uh, but uh, swag, swag wrestling is okay if you like that sort of thing. I mean, I'm 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 kind of a hardcore person I used to be, but uh, the light bulbs and the other bull crap. Uh, no, I don't think so. That's yeah. you want to go right ahead. But uh, like I said, there are uh, there's uh, one coming up in November the 24th through the 26th. MLW is coming to Winston Salem. Um, Hopefully I can go to it, and I'm going to try my best to see if I can get my belt signed by somebody who held the Intercontinental title. Uh, if they're there, and like we talked about before, we don't know if – I mean, I don't know how much it will cost me to get a belt signed. I mean, if they say $200, I'll say no thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll forge your signature somehow. But yeah. uh, no, we shall see. Uh, there's supposed to be some – Great wrestlers come in through MLW, through AEW, and the WWE, and uh, we shall see. I think Marty Jannetty is supposed to be there. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express is supposed to be there. Uh, I don't. I'll have to keep looking to see. But um, it's been a great time for wrestling. It's been a great time to be a fan. You guys, if you just keep it up, what you're doing, uh, Turnbuckle Trash is everywhere now. I mean, it, it's. We're, we're very popular on Spotify and on, on Apple. Everybody's talking, and uh, I, every time I see somebody that has a wrestling shirt, I have them I'll hand them a business card and say, "Here, you need to listen to this." Or, yeah. come on, check us out and see because we're we're not just fans. We're not experts. We just like what we like. Right. And that's it. And if you have something you want to talk about, come on over. We'll glad to talk to you, yeah. and then we can have a. A grew a an adult conversation. We don't have to yell at each other like some people do. <laughs> so, and call and call each yeah. other bad names, you know. So, but yeah, anyway, we don't need to do that. Yeah, just but, have a conversation. Uh, have fun. 
Have fun talking. Have wrestling. fun and have and another thing. Happy 80th birthday to the man, the myth, and the legend, superstar Bill Dundee. Oh, the superstar! And we, you know, superstar. we still we still have that interview with Bill Dundee I conducted a couple of years ago that you set I'm, up. I'm by looking. The way. I'm looking for it right now. I can't find it. It's there. Um, I saw. Okay, do you know what year it was? Well, you look on on the. It, you look in the interview section and you go down the page, mm-hmm. you'll see different wrestlers that I've, uh, I've, uh, talked to look on, look on okay, turnbuckletrash.net. Look on okay, turnbuckletrash.net. I, well, I clicked on it and it had all the years that we've done the podcast and I didn't see any names. So I was going through trying to find, but I'll find it. And I want to listen to that again. Cause that was yeah. a real fun one to hear because well, that was somebody that you grew up with was superstar building day. Right. I mean, now that was a household name. Go ahead. Just make sure you go to the website itself. Don't Google it. Go to the website, turnbuckletrash.net. Yeah. Uh, there's pictures mm-hmm. on there. There's lots of interviews, uh, past podcast, uh, fun things that we've done. Some of the, I think there's uh, a section in there that I put together of some of the special uh, in between segments that we put together over the years, we call them drops in radio uh, and little prom- promotions. And some of those are really funny and very, if I do say so myself, very professionally done because I did them. But there, it's yes, a lot of yes. fun. Turnbucklecrash.net. Now, also, quickly, on DaysVoiceWorks.com, if you get this before Halloween, you want to go to DaysVoiceWorks.com, spell works, W-O-R-X, and I'm going to have a special six-hour Halloween show with Halloween music, Halloween fun, and it's going to be all hosted by none other than that dog man, dog man Dag. He's getting out there. He's the women's pet and the men's regret. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold, and too fat to be where it's at. I can't wait to hear that. That's going to be a heck of a show. It's going to be great to hear you on that. And we have done everything we can. Hope We were hoping Zane could do it, but he can't get too far away from his heaters. So uh, sorry about that. Wish one of these days we're going to be able to get the the three-way again where we can all talk and tell Zane that uh, if he'd like to have a match for the title, I'm up for it 24. We'll sell pay-per-view somehow. I don't know how we're <laughs> going to do it. But whoever wins, it's I'll, I'll put it away. My title against your company. Whoever wins Whoa. keeps it all. Whoa. 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 Oh, all right. Yes. It's, been, it's been a lot of fun, my man. A lot of fun. It has been fun. Thank you all very much. And everybody stay safe. This is TurnbuckleTrash.net. Wrestling was an essential service. Yes! 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 Pro yes! wrestling from a fan's yes! perspective. Correct! The thoughts and opinions heard on the proceeding program are not necessarily those of an intelligent human being. Well, if you want a rematch, you aren't getting one. <laughs> this is Turnbuckle Trash. My fiance looks at me, she goes, You're still here. Yes, I am. It's the belt around my life. A stupid character. Here's the line for for Tennessee and Mississippi. And you go.
go one inch on one side and Tennessee one inch on the other side in Mississippi. Back in the old days, when wrestling was really wrestling, we would have people telling real stories. Getting out there, he's the women's best, the men's regret. Too hot to handle, too cold. Too fast.